A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? We're ready now. We're rolling. Hi, Shelby. Hi, Ashley. Oh, my goodness, we're back. <laughs> I know. I feel like we start every episode being like, we're back. Ew, Taylor. it's like the month goes by so quickly, and then it's like, wait, we haven't... We yeah. haven't discussed Taylor in so long. You were in, in Antigua for a week. Yes, I was on vacation. I felt like you were there for two weeks. And <laughs> when you first left, I was like, oh, I need to text her when she gets back. The segment we need to yeah. record. And then I didn't know when you got back. <laughs> you were so on it. Like the day you got back, I think you were yeah. like, hey. I know. I was like, we got to get this rolling. So, and I'm excited because we looked at our numbers today. Oh, and we have like over 1,500 downloads on average for yeah. each episode, yes. which is amazing. It's yes, so exciting. Amazing. And was it the, what one, I think is like, this is why we can't have nice things. Yes. Like that. It one like crossed our, the. Not the last, but the second to last episode. Yes. Got like 2,100 downloads. Snaps. I know. Oh <laughs> my, my question gosh. is, where are these 2,000 people on our Twitter and Instagram? Like, hello, They're follow us. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you haven't well, followed us on Twitter, our yes. new handle is, new let me double check, SwiftishPod13. Yes, there we are. We so are find back. us, follow us. Shelly is just <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm just, trying, I'm she's trying. Snapping. And we're still on Instagram, still of on course, Instagram, at yeah. SwiftishPodcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um,. Facebook, obviously, maybe yep. once in a while, Tumblr. Once in a while, Tumblr, and then not the Swift Life anymore. <laughs> yeah, Swift Life is uh, gone. But if you want to email us, we'll, we're, we'll plug this at the very yeah. end, too. Swiftish Podcast. Yeah, but I just wanted to throw that out there because, yeah. like, our listeners are obviously the best, but they are missing out on other aspects of our Taylor yeah. I mean, if anything, you guys, genius. you're just going to want to go on our Twitter. Yeah. Because that's where the gold's at. Just <laughs> go there, go there, go there. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember when we first started, just being amazed when we got over 500. I know. Uh, we've grown. Come so far. Yeah, we've grown so like, much. Even though we're doing once a month. Yeah. You know, because Taylor, there's not a lot of stuff going on in the Taylor verse, Right. But people still yeah. listen. Because I think we give them like, that Taylor <laughs> Yeah. Give them that fix, man. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine yeah, that things start happening and shaking? People oh, are just yeah. going to be like listening. We're going to have like 10,000 listeners. <laughs> that's, that's it. Put it into the it. universe. Yeah. We'll have it come back to us. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah. Speaking of Swifties and tons of people and everything like <laughs> yes. that, um, April Fool's was on <laughs> yes. yesterday. Today we're recording on the 2nd. And I did you hear about Taylor and Joe going undercover? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I saw a little bit about this couple, but yeah. I didn't see that they were with. Yes, so E! News, you guys, so March 29th, so you know, a few days before April Fool's, yes. but still like yesterday a lot of stuff <laughs> was going on, um, there was this couple walking around New York and they had pink bandanas right. on, like, over their eyes, kind of like, you know, if you're going to like, you know, you're going to rob someplace, and then wearing glasses, <laughs> the woman had, was a tall, white, thin woman, and she had like a pink wig, and then the guy was like, Taller than the woman, <laughs> I guess, and had like a pink, yeah. like beanie on with like these, like I guess, like I don't know. It was like, what was it? One of those like really big ear muffs. I don't oh know what yeah. It's Anyways, so people thought that was Taylor and Joe and Cognito, like just like <laughs> based on what? Based, though? Just based on the fact that she's a tall, thin, <laughs> white woman. 
woman, and there was a guy who was white yeah. and slightly taller than her. Like, that's what it was that's based on. That's what we of. call a reach. That's such a reach. And so, like, E! News, they actually, it's so funny, they, um, they put out this article, and it t- 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 title is Taylor Swift Bad Disguise on <laughs> And then you can see, like, before you clicked on the link, it said the reputation singer could use some help in the incognito department. <laughs> if you click on it, because if you go to, cause so, let's just say these people are, it's a couple. It's not Taylor Swift and Joe. I'm so sorry. They are called the Bumbies. They have a Facebook page, <laughs> and they reshared this link. Oh, like, really? Oh, we were misidentified. Yeah. And like, when you click on that link, it's like if they deleted it, it's an error. Interesting. So they deleted it. So basically, so, so this couple, um, this couple's called the Bumbies. Do you know who the Bumbies are? <laughs> I saw it. someone tagged me, and it was like, you have to solve this, and I was like. I just don't care. Like, yeah, well, I solved it. <laughs> yeah, I solved me. it. So the Bumbies, they're a, they're like a anonymous performance artist. Anonymous right. because they don't speak and they hide their appearance. Yeah. You have that. They always wear the bandanas. It's not always pink. Sometimes it's like red and white, and they wear wigs and whatnot. So they don't speak. They basically uh, provide a fair and honest appraisal of your appearance. That's what they do. <laughs> so they sit there. First, they start off with one guy. And he was in this band. Supposedly, it was a popular band. I don't know who the heck he is. No one really does. Right. He would sit in the subway in Brooklyn, and there was a sign being like, $2, I'll give you a fair and honest uh, opinion on what you look like. And he didn't talk. So people would come up, give him $2, and he would go on a typewriter, and he would give like this witty, um, <laughs> you know, his first impression. And it wasn't right. mean. It was witty, and, you know, apparently got really, really big. So they... Started in the subway, and now they performed at like the Whitney <laughs> Museum of American Art, Microsoft, Bad Robot, Vogue, um, MTV. They've written for New York, but they don't talk. Of course not. So these people got misidentified as Taylor Swift <laughs> and Joe Alwyn. I was Just like, you know, Taylor's bad better bad at going incognito. If anything, she's not going to be seen. She's going to be in a freaking suitcase. Yes, exactly. Guys, she was dating Joe for like a year, and no one knew. Hello. Like, yeah, she knows how to disappear. And you know where she was. We all know where she was. She was in London. She oh, yeah. the cast wrap party. I know. It wrapped like on the 30th, right? Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. oh, And so they thought people... One step closer. The paps pops, pops, pop, paparazzis were thinking that that was Joe and Taylor going to a rap party in New York. Oh. But it was Joe and Taylor going to a rap party nowhere yeah they were already at the rap party in london like six hours ahead so yeah. it's just it's just really funny and it's just really interesting if people want to know more about the bumbies they have Instagram, yeah like, maybe you will run into them at some point yeah well they, they did ask there they did ask like oh sorry you know we're, we're writing taylor swift's people to apologize maybe we can meet her in person at one of her shows to clear oh, the air nice. yeah of course i would like to see what they would write yeah because they've done like random people and they've done like celebrities and everything like yeah, that like that is jesse so weird. from um, from Breaking Bad they've done oh. like, so it's like all over yeah maybe we should just become performance yeah. artists I know and the thing there is famous. that these famous people go to this person who's gonna write about like their first impression and they get nervous yeah so like, okay, so yeah that. I can do that I'm, I can give you my first I'd impression I'd be fine with that for sure it's very witty yeah so anyway so it's you know some Swifties actually thought like mm. one or two people agreed with it, but you know. It's yeah, we're not, not we're not great at our at our guesses. I mean, yeah. I mean we thought there was a album coming out last time we talked, so yeah. yeah. And then we thought like that it was gonna be a clip because Taylor likes yeah. to fool us, you know. Yeah. But this was not Taylor, you guys. I know. At all. But 
Swifties did when they saw that photo that I think her co-star Eric Anderson he posted a photo at the actual rap party and you can see a ring like kind of like on her shoulder when she's kind of leaning in for it and it's um has wings Uh curves up and so many Swifties were like (laughs) oh my gosh this is Taylor's like it says J and A it looks like a J and A and so you had like Pop Sugar put out like an article that said, "Did Taylor Swift show her love for her boyfriend what and this one oh, romantic right, right, right. accessory?" You guys, did you hear that? <laughs> Shelby said, "What does?" J-A-A well, I thought mean? it would be. I knew Joe, and then I was J-A-A. like, "Why wouldn't it be oh, JT for like both of them Justin together?" Timberlake. <laughs> it is Joe Alwyn. Yeah, I guess. You're and then, right. um, and then one person was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm dead!" Like it's JA, <laughs> but it's, it's not you guys. It's not. It's not. 2016, Victoria's Secret gave out, um, like, these rings for the show. And so that's what she... Oh, wow. She's, got, she's been wearing... It's Taylor not a new lives. ring. <laughs> and it's not a new ring. It's an older ring. She's worn in other promos. It, maybe she's wearing it because butterfly. Like, maybe... Oh, yeah. It's a metamorphosis of how she, like... Yeah. dark and dreary to, like, this bright, beautiful Sparkling thing. pink. I know. Which, speaking of her most sparkly appearance yet, you went to the iHeartRadio Awards. I did. And I have to tell you, I was like, oh, we have to talk about it. Yeah. I know. It's been so long. I I think I went to the iHeartRadio Awards. You went on vacation, and now we're here. Yeah. I, I I like, put it on our story. It was really fun. I don't think a lot of people know that they can get tickets. Yeah. You can also get free tickets. I didn't know this. You can be like, um, if you go to IOTA and download their, their app, you can get, like, you can go be a seat filler. Oh, like, tell you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't right, have right, fun right. with you, all that stuff. But um, I got tickets, and we were in the pit, and it was really fun. We were right up front, like, right up front. So, like, everyone that came on with Casey Musgraves, you had, um, I think Five Seconds in Summer was there, and, then, like, Chris so Pratt was there. she, like, went and saw, met a bunch of fans in the crowd. So where were yes. you in relation to that? Okay. I was so close but so far away. Yeah. So I decided to go up close on the stage. Right. Instead of, like, going in the very back yeah, of yeah. the pit. If I was in the very back of the pit, like, she would have been three rows away from me. Oh, okay. And so, like, there just wasn't any – I couldn't get out. Like, it right. just – I wish I could have. But it was just no, no, no. It wasn't happening. Yeah. And I, I saw the top of her hair and I saw the pink. And oh. she 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 went to go and get her award. You know, she told us we're gonna be the first people to know when we drop new music. Yes. She was like so cool because all every other artist would like go on one side and like like grab people's hands, but she went to like both sides of the pit. And, like, oh nice. House hand. So I gotta touch her hand for the second time. Yes. Life. It was great. It was really <laughs> cool. Like, and she was going up and you know taking that time in between all the breaks that she was there she left right after she got the award to like you know meet people and say hi to people right it was really sweet and then you and then you had some like swifties like still get mad because somebody else met taylor Swift. <laughs> like they've already met her she shouldn't be able to meet her but i was like it's like she's just there she's like, just it's, there. Like, it's not like she asked right someone. so there's that and then my question was say that i see taylor at an award show and i take a picture with her and then put that as my profile I met her, but not really met right. her. Like, I took a picture with her in like five seconds. She didn't invite me to do anything. Is that is that exiting me on the list? It cuts you out. Yeah, you're because done. I have a photo with Taylor, <laughs> and when Taylor Nation does all their stalking, no. they're gonna see that. Um, I think they don't. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how the rule plays out I this era. Personally, would not be offended 
if someone who took a picture with Taylor during an award show went to like it's like a you know rep right. or whatever it's gonna be called or secret sessions, I wouldn't be offended at all. Yeah, I'd be it's like, like, like that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, be, I was like. <laughs> You know, she, I don't even care if she invites people over and over again. I would right. be jealous. Yeah. But I would be whatever. No we drama. all want to be that person. No is the drama. Is the real truth. Exactly. But, exactly. yeah. I know. There's always drama in the fandom, which is, is, you know, not always fun. But well, hasn't she been a little active on Tumblr? Yes. She liked some juicy stuff, which... Yeah, well, the one that I noticed that was, like, the best was... And it was just sort of out of the blue and totally random. But there was a Instagram account, and she was rarely on Instagram, yeah. I feel like. But a fan posted about the Kanye West famous music video and was just, like, making a comment, like, it's so weird to see how he got away with putting realistic depictions of naked celebrities no. in his video. And she was like, <clears throat> this person was like, I was reading comments and people said they didn't like Taylor because she uses songs to humili- humiliate her ex-boyfriends. Mm-hmm. But isn't it strange that they don't apply that same logic to a man putting naked women in his music video that's viewed millions of times just because he didn't like her? And Taylor Swift liked it. It's bad. Like, I know. I, I love that Taylor Swift like that. Yeah. She's kind of saying her little, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Too, like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know, political. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. But what I don't get... If in this whole movement, that whole hashtag me movement, me too right. movement, no, like maybe like fans like threw him under the bus. Right. I can't believe he just got away with doing that. Well, like, no it was really... before the me too movement. Well, it was right before it. Yeah, though. yeah. Like, yeah, that's, it's that's sort of a weird like, like, oh, he's an artist, he gets a pass, he's yeah. making a comment on fame. And then fame. he also had people like Donald Trump in there yeah. too, so he had, had like very high profile, oh, very yeah. like people who... It was pretty yeah. messed up, it and I feel totally like the wave in Kanye's favor has been sort of <laughs> removed, yeah, and he's yeah, kind yeah. of on the. People are realizing maybe they've given him too much power, too leeway. Much yeah, yeah, where it's just like they're well, realizing some of that behavior. I just wish you right. would have gotten more of a backlash. I know. But maybe people are just like tired of it. Like, yeah, he's just trying to get. It's too much. He's like any dra- any like news is good news. Bad yeah. News, so they're like, so it's partially good that it wasn't thrown out because more and more people would have seen the video right. and would have seen that of Taylor. So. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like Taylor only makes reference to moments when she's like over them. You know, mm-hmm. like now she makes jokes about like Bleachella and oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like kind of good that she's at a point where she can just double tap an image and be like, LOL, like yeah. not not necessarily laughing at it, but just being like able to it's, it's just breeze like past it. Yeah. Like, whatever, like, yeah. She's like, yeah. that's exactly the point, but I'm not going to get derailed by and this. And it's not, like it wasn't her. She's given too much of her time of energy. Yeah. <laughs> the Kardashian West claim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But one thing, speaking of drama, is that Taylor Stalker... <laughs> One of the many, oh, one of the many, 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 many. Last month, he, you know, we all know this, but he got a ladder and he tried to climb up to her, yes. her um, apartment in New York and like tried to break through the glass to, oh my gosh, to get her. It's just scary. Anyways, it's terrifying. So he is spending two to four years in prison. Oh well, good riddance. I know. Is this like the first time that one of our stalkers have gotten jail time? Like I don't know. Time? I am not sure how stalking, like rules play out just, too like, with, you know i'm just wondering with her i know i'm just i just keep on thinking of selena how her like if it's a president of her fan club 
Oh, yeah. Selena. She's from San Antonio. She's an amazing, amazing right. artist. And one of her fans killed her. So that's Yikes. Like, and this guy was an obsessed fan. So yeah. It's scary. Like, it's pretty weird. Pretty weird <sighs> side of fame. There's yeah. a lot of weirdos out there, guys. I know. I know. Stay safe. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> um, I'm going to pull a Taylor Swift right now, though, and I have to go blow my nose. Okay. <laughs> go blow your nose. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> back I'm back. I still Yay. sound like I'm clogged up to to muck too, she but here I am. Yes, yes. But I'm excited because we've been sort of wondering like, what is our podcast going to be if we don't have new music to talk about? Right. What are we going to do? What are we going to say? And I think it's a good chance to like revisit Taylor's history and all her old yes. stuff. What and made her make what made Taylor Taylor? Yes, these are the times like. During what we'll be talking about is where she learned some of those thirty yes. lessons before she I turned know. thirty. It's just amazing to see like everything. It's out there in the open for us. Yes, everything is. And it's great because like I like I've said before, wasn't a huge like I didn't become a Taylor Swift fan until you didn't hate her, but you right. were Swifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until like I just skipped Taylor Swift basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I just skipped the most country of the Taylor. And discovered her with like Speak Now, obviously, yeah. and Fearless. But like a lot of people that's when yeah. her. So you're not you're okay. And so we decided obviously we should start from the beginning. I know, so the beginning. It's her debut single, Tim McGraw. Yeah. When you think Tim McGraw, <laughs> yes, I thank love you. it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm curious. So what is your history with this song? Have so, you So it, you heard it when it first came out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So two thousand six, you guys, I was in college. I know I'm just like, so old. I think <laughs> yeah, I was old, so I think I was like a sophomore in college. And Whoa. I know, I know you guys, I was in college and I remember listening, I don't remember the first time I heard right. it, I remember listening to it, yeah. and I was dating this boy, he's from Dallas, it was like this like through and through country boy, it's my first experience with like a Texan boy, right. and he drove this little red pickup truck, like really old, really just like beat up, Yeah. And so he had so just relatable. graduated college, <laughs> so relatable, right? Whoa, right? this is crazy, oh, yeah. So he had just graduated college, and so I was a sophomore, I was still in college, of course, and so we dated for maybe like six months-ish, maybe less, I don't know, I just remember throughout the whole summer, he was studying for it, the dental exam, I think it might be oh, like yeah, the DMT, yeah, yeah. don't know what it was called back then, Yeah. and he was applying for like, you know, dental schools ever, so he knew he was going back to Texas, and it was just like... I just had to preserve that time because yeah. I didn't know what was going to go on. And so I just remember being in his truck and, like, listening to songs because he's, like, a country boy. He, like, yeah. wrote his own songs and, like, Whoa, played the that's so meta. So that's why <laughs> yes. He was, like, you know, he just knew his way to, like, the girl's heart. You know, yeah. His voice was better than his face. <laughs> Let me tell you, that voice was great. He even wrote a song about his mama. That's what did me in. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mama. Yeah. But and I just remember, you know, like, just. Like, oh, yeah, wow, that is. Yeah. Like, oh, when, when you, you know, when you think, I don't know, overlooking your. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if I was, like, super into it. I like yeah. Taylor, but. Oh, yeah. Just really crazy. That is so it. crazy. I really like it. Too. It 20, is. I was like, who is this girl? Yeah. It's yeah. like one of the few that I rediscovered in my yeah. early ones because mm-hmm. I couldn't name like any of the tracks off of Taylor yeah. Swift. But obviously, Tears, Teardrops on My Guitar and Tim McGraw were the mm-hmm. two that I was kind of like, okay, 
I can handle this level of yeah. country. Yeah. And so I how think... Were, how did you... What's your story with, with this, this one? It was basically like... I mean, I was really resistant to Taylor Swift at first because I did not like country. And my, cool. yeah, yeah, my sister was obsessed with country music and it just like ruined it all for me. So when my friends were like, Taylor Swift, you got to check like her Harry out. Potter yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no way, Jose. So I really probably never listened to it. I was probably aware of it on a cultural level because everyone like knew Teardrops on My Guitar and yeah. like. I knew there was a song called Tim McGraw. And at the time I was like, that's so weird. Like, why would you name a song after a famous singer? (laughs) Yeah. Is this a love note to Tim? (laughs) But anyways, I really fell in love with it this year when Maggie Rogers did a cover of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess 2018. So last year, technically. But Maggie Rogers, who I don't know any of her other music, she did a cover of this on Spotify, and Taylor Swift, I think, posted about it. And so I checked it out, and I loved it. It's, like, very airy and kind of, like, pop lyrical, so it's just a lot more breathy. It's really beautiful. And so it really, like... it. It's sort of like how people listen to the Ryan Adams cover of 1989 and they're just suddenly like, wow, these lyrics are or so deep. the new All Too Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. yeah. And it just like makes you realize like, wait, Taylor Swift is a songwriter, like yeah. first and foremost, because it has a different feel, but the lyrics are just like really mesmerizing, mm-hmm. even with like Maggie Rogers cover. So I was excited to go back and do this one because I think it's one, a great song, but two... It's, it's like song. the introduction yeah. of Taylor, and it's crazy how looking it's back at the song, I like this is why Taylor's favorite. yes. Imagine if she would pick a different song, to <laughs> right? To sing to stop. I know it's crazy because it just seems like looking at the history of it, mm-hmm. it's like this song really pontificates like so much of what has made Taylor last and what we love Taylor for. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into it. Can you hear my nose just like getting more and more yeah. stuffed up? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like yeah. the pressure is just like rising. I don't know why. Oh. That's great. Last week I would have not been able to record. I was like sneezing and coughing and it just oh, no. continues. Yeah. Allergies. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's so gross. But let's get into this because yes. this is Tim McGraw and this is the story of Taylor. So basically, I mean... This is, we all know the story, but yeah. for those of us who maybe don't or have forgot, forgotten the details. Or didn't listen to our first yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift have. was a young girl who's always, always, always been obsessed with singing. And so when she was 14, she convinced her parents to move to Nashville. And that's where she started going door to door, being like, I'm Taylor Swift. Here's my, you know, it's my CD. Yeah. And so she got her record, a development deal with RCA that didn't go through. And was, then, was it because they that she didn't think that like they weren't ready to like oh she's thirteen years old but she's right always, she's I think always, she's just always she's too always young, young. it's like, too oh, risky no, 14, it's like risky. there hasn't been a young country starlet since Leanne Rhymes yeah. and like even it's when just she was so fifteen hard. like oh yeah I, I think somewhere she I I read somewhere where she, it was just like she had said if she didn't sign with Big Machine it probably would have been like oh she's seventeen too risky right like it just would have been yes it's just there's always Taylor something was the best risk that I know (laughs) yeah he should be he's very lucky very smart but so she did she was gonna become an RCA record person ended up leaving to become but she got a publishing contract with Sony to like write write songs songs. 
and that's I know. Like Fourteen years old. Yes. Really, like in my mind, haven't haven't really experienced anything. Yeah. And you're gonna be writing something for like twenty five year olds. People, yeah. Like, for people. I oh. know for real people. And this yeah. is when she developed a relationship with Nathan Chapman, a producer, and of course Liz Rose, who was a longtime co writer. All through the country. Yes. Yeah. And so she was fourteen, and she was just working on songs, and it was like an after school job, basically. Yeah. It's but like Christina Perry. Yeah, but yeah. the problem was that she'd always come up with these great songs that were just too personal. So it was mm-hmm. like. No one else could sing it. And, and so, now a 25-year-old really sings the perspective <laughs> yeah. of like, okay, like 15. Yeah. Like, it just isn't the same. Yeah. And so it was interesting to find out that Tim McGraw was one of these that she wrote with Liz Rose while under um, the Sony ATV contract. And so it was like, I don't think it was ever obviously picked Copyright. by them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was always one of her songs, but it was when she was... 16 and Scott Borchetta finally signed her that she yeah okay yeah he's like play me some songs and she pulled out a ukulele and started playing Tim McGraw oh my gosh can you imagine like you're sitting there and you're like okay play something yeah and this little 16 year old pulls out a ukulele and you're like what do I get myself into yeah it's so funny to imagine Tim McGraw on a ukulele I like really want to hear that at some point but she played it, and he was like, this is it. This is your lead single. This is your debut single. Like, this is going to be your lead track on your uh, title album. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're done. Like, let's do this. And it's like, OMG, so exciting. Well, that's how that works then. Yeah. Like she said, <laughs> yeah. it was just like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all right. Well, like, a little backstory on Tim McGraw, because you were saying it was so personal, and yeah. you kind of were talking about how, like, my experience with the song was a yeah. little relatable. Well, she wrote Tim McGraw during, I think it was her freshman year of high school, and she was one of those lucky few that dated a senior. Yeah. And they dated, I think, for about maybe a year or so, throughout that year. Right. And then, you know, it was during that last summer, and he was going away for college, and so she'd, like, she'd be She's driving like, in his truck, <laughs> yeah. in his beat-up truck, and she was like... I hope he remembers all of these things. Like, and then she just started listing all the things that like she hopes he remembers. And yes. Tim McGraw was one of them. So that was like one of her like, one of her favorite songs. I love it. It was just really sweet. And she was so sad too, but you know, I know. Ended on a good note. Yeah, and I think that's like really cool because I feel like the story of Taylor is oh she trashes ex boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Oh she only writes like breakup songs. Yeah. And while this is technically like a breakup, it's also very like like she knew it was coming. Yeah, and she was like just she like couldn't really do anything about it, and she, you know it wasn't a bad breakup. It was just an ev- inevitable breakup. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like he's terrible. And he's yeah, terrible. you know we're gonna think of each other often. Yeah, you know, this is the th- when you think of Taylor Swift. You're going to think of me. Yes. Like, I, like, that's just where it yeah. is. And, and, you know, he was fine with it. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, he was fine with it. Um, it was funny because she was talking to Great American Country about it, and they had asked, like, is he okay with it? And she's like, the guy she wrote about, she, you know, they're still friends. They don't talk that much. But she was like, oh, new girlfriend isn't too much of a fan. It was a really cool song. And one thing that was funny yeah. was she was like, I think he was happy I didn't write pictures to burn down yeah. with the man. It was I know. not like that at all. And she did have to say, it's not a song uh, to Tim McGraw. Right. Like, I am not in love with Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, so. that was aimed at me because I was like, oh my gosh, she's yeah. so obsessed. Because everybody at first, yeah. like, when you think Tim McGraw, you're like, oh my gosh, she loves Tim McGraw. Yeah. But it's not about Tim McGraw. It's about yeah. you know, remembering those little moments right. in a 
relationship, like the sweet things. Yeah, it was the perfect debut song, and it really actually performed pretty well. I mean, it's a country song. It's a debut country artist. It's mm-hmm. a very young country artist. Mm-hmm. And so she eventually peaked at number 40 on the top billboard, which is pretty good, and reached number six on the Hot Country Songs chart. Mm-hmm. So pretty well done. And well, My one question is, how was it received by Tim McGraw? That, like, if someone wrote a song about me, like, Ashley He Hancock, never learned the lyrics. We all like, know that. Well, yeah. Well, you know, he didn't really read the lyrics because yeah, when I was really in Nashville, choked. it was obvious. He didn't know any of those words. But he was just saying, he was like, it was awesome. He's like, he didn't know if he should take it as a compliment. Oh, nice. a 16-year-old girl was writing a song about him. She's like, I feel so old. And they asked him, yeah. and she was like, it's done. Yeah, but she eventually went on to open his tour exactly. with Faith Hill, which yeah. is so exciting. So it was just yeah. like, it all snowballed okay, in circle. such a quick yeah. way. And a lot of people, I think, are like, want to write Taylor off as like, oh, her dad funded this. Oh, mm-hmm. this like worked out for her this way. Oh, just like a pop starlet. Mm-hmm. But she put a lot of work. She did. She really did. I think it's really smart to... Uh lead with Tim McGraw. Right. But I think it, it gets immediate attention because you have like, uh, of course, if you're going to be successful, you have Tim McGraw. Right. Like, oh, are they going to perform together? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like... Plus the Google analytics alone. Yeah. When you Google Tim McGraw. It's going to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> it was just really smart. Yeah. And it was very well received. I mean, Rob Sheffield, who mm-hmm. was not who we know at the time, who was working for someone else, said it was a gym that hit hard. And uh, Country Standard Time calls it an impressive debut. Pop Matters were like, oh, this was executed quite perfectly. And it went on to win the 2007 CMT Music Award for Breakthrough Video of the Year. When MTV was, or that's CMT. CMT, yeah. MTV was relevant, but CMT. No, we were past the MTV relevancy still. (laughs) But it's crazy because, I mean, this is like, this is when she was 16. She was writing about, like, pseudo-relationships. Mm-hmm. And she had the self-awareness to address the fact that it's, like, I don't need a direct, like, exact yeah. diary moment to write about. I can just write about anything. She and she's, was like, she's very open about that, too. Because she was, like, in my first album, you're going to think I have 500 boyfriends. Yeah. But I don't. <laughs> I can write about, like, I can see someone and, like, that could just really... Right, like classic Taylor. Like, I can write about a stare from across the room. And it's like, I love this interview CMT did with her after her album came out in 2006. So she's still 16. Mm -hmm. She's just new to the scene. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, it takes like 30 seconds of conversing with her to realize that this excited teenager is also a savvy, no-nonsense careerist. Here is a lady who knows exactly what she wants and is bullet straight and going for it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was just written in the stars. Like, she knew who she was and she, like, just went straight ahead. 16, nobody (laughs) would say this again. Yeah, I know. Like, I hope she works out. I hope she turns out okay. Yeah. (laughs) But it's great because it's like, it's cool to see how quickly things. I mean, I mean, she's been she's been working since she was you know fourteen or whatever. But as soon as she matched up with Scott Bruschetta and was given like the freedom to really like be an artist and like the backing to go on this tour, she was just like, yeah, I'm going to promote like 
Most radio tours, you promote for six weeks. She was there for six months because she wanted to meet everyone yeah. who was making her, who and was playing her songs. It yeah, like she is. Cause a lot of people are like, "Oh, Taylor just has this uh, <clears throat> relationship with her bands because right. she wants good press. Right. She wants, you know, it's to, you know, so people think she looks good and she's trying to right. like, be fake and get all these <laughs> yeah." Bands. But, She's been doing it from the beginning. Yes. From the beginning. It's so great to see because it's just like, that's her brand. And it, mm-hmm. the fact that it's lasted over 10 years kind of says something about how authentic it is, you know? No one can keep up that and lie I, for 10 I years. I would not say that there's been a lull either. Right. There's, she's there been, been a lull. Because there's yeah. been some artists too, like, they're still relevant, but there's been that one album that was like, oh, right. yeah. Like, and I, I'm sure everyone thought it was going to be Reputation. That was going to be the, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. she hit her peak. But right. yeah, she's still so relevant. Yes. yes. And it's just like a great song that captures her legacy because it's mm-hmm. like, here she is singing about an amazing country artist and how that song will forever be imprinted on her relationship. And now She's everyone's like, <laughs> when so you many... think Taylor Swift, I hope you think of me, you well, know? See, it's more to the point of when you think Taylor Swift, I know you're Yeah, it's like, like, we like, know. Like, come on, people. Like, even, like, that's people I haven't dated are going to be like, oh, yeah, Taylor it's Swift, like, please Ashley. stop bringing her up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So we already okay. know a little bit of the background about it. Are you good to read it? Yes, I'm ready. Blew my nose again. Um, Verse one starts. He said, the way my blue eyes shine put those Georgia stars to shame that night. I said, that's a lie. Just a boy in a a Chevy truck that had a tendency of getting stuck on back roads at night. And I was right there beside him all summer long. And then the time we woke up to find that summer gone. This was about Drew. Oh, poor Drew. Drew. I know. I just think this is great because this obviously, like, obviously her songs have gotten more complex and, mm. like, maybe more Well, she's gotten visual. older, too. Yeah. Like, this is young Taylor, and it's very much when you're 16. It's just very simple. But even at 16, she's just, like, instantly sweeping you into these imagery, mm-hmm. images that, like, even as adults, you're just, like, Oh, I remember, like, that whimsical, like, romantic, like, sneaking off with your boyfriend yeah. sort of thing. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's great that she just has this... And we all, like, remember those summer flings. Too. Yes. And this was longer. But you remember those summers of, like... Oh, yeah. You know, being with that guy and being young and in love. And then yeah. you feel like everything's, like, you're stuck in a moment, but then it goes by so fast. Yes. And that's kind of what happened to her. You know, she's I know. Her. So sad. And it's just like, it's just such a sweet mm-hmm. image. And I think too, it's like, I just want to point out that like, she was in Nashville at the time. Like mm-hmm. she, I don't know if she's ever been to Georgia at this point, but I think we try to think that everything Taylor Swift ever says is literally facts and that that's exactly what Georgia happened. Yeah. Looking at the Georgia Yeah. <laughs> but I think like looking at her demo lyrics that are a little different. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But it's just like, maybe she knows how to make a lyric sound better. You know, like she just, she manipulates things a little bit. She doesn't stay out too late, Mm. but it fits the song better. And that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then the chorus. But when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song. The one we dance to all night long. The moon like a spotlight on the lake. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress. Think of my head on your chest and my old faded blue jeans. 
When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. That one lyric, I hope you think that that little black dress has inspired so many like Instagram captions. So like it's been like put out a million times. Like that's just yeah, it's just such evocative imagery that's so simple and straightforward. It's almost like this should not be impressive, but it's great that someone, especially a sixteen-year-old, managed to capture something that was instantly personal, but ultimately relatable like across the board and I think it's just like this whole essence like her whole point in writing the song that she's talked about later is just like she wanted to evoke this idea that music and moments can like like music and moments can bring you back to a very specific time and it's just like when I was reading that again, thinking of what we covered last month in the L.U.K. Mm-hmm. covers, it's like exactly what she talks about in her Power of Pop essay, where she's like, I'm obsessed with how these details can bring you right back to where you were. Like, you're right back in that emotional state. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's why she won't sing Dear John, because she says it's still too raw. Time. And, like, it took her a while to sing all together. Yeah, so to, like, have like, fun singing it. All of these things. And, like, it took me back to, like, a spot I know, she's never so even sweet. been. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, she's writing so personal about everyone. It's just... That's yeah. Taylor Swift. I know. And oh, she was smart say. enough to know that, like, oh, wait, what people want is very personal, truthful, like, stories about me that they can project their experiences on. stories about them. Yes. Story about everybody. I love it. So verse two, September saw a month of tears and thanking God that you weren't here to see me like that. But in a box beneath my bed is a letter that you never read from three summers back. It's hard not to find it all a little bittersweet. And looking back on all of that, it's nice to believe... What do you think, Tim McGraw? I hope you hear my favorite song. And then she goes on through the chorus. But what did you think of this verse? Um, well, it just kind of took me back to like that September. Like there's all new beginnings in September, but it's also fall. Things are like dying, going away. He's in college. She yeah. has to go back to school. It's like that lonely atmosphere. <clears throat> She's going back to everything normal but he's not there and it just took me back to like writing letters to boys I loved and boys I loved it's just like I said it's Taylor Swift it's just the everyone has a moment like this yeah and I love that it's like it's like wait hold up this is not a biographical song because she wrote this before they broke up she wrote this in a math class just thinking about breaking up this is gonna happen and it's like that's crazy because it feels so raw it feels so personal Mm -hmm. it feels like she experienced it but she's just daydreaming she's She's just thinking of it yeah Yeah. and it's like like maybe september wasn't a month of tears right she's like envisioning it she's just so dramatic i love it and she like her feelings for him were so passionate thing. Yes. And then she was just like, oh, I'll probably write him a letter telling him all the things I feel. Right. And it's also she, September. She always dreads the fall. Like, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Not a great time for her. Yeah. But it's also great because it's like, I know some people read this like, oh, she had like a letter in this box. Like, what does that mean? Was it a breakup letter? Was it a goodbye letter? Was it a love letter? And so it's interesting to think like, was it when their love was unrequited? Was it what she wanted to say but was too embarrassed to tell him? But it's like... Is, you don't know. Yeah. First of all, she might have not written that letter, but it's so open yeah. and so broad that anyone listening right. to it, they might have written 
the unrequired love. Yes. They might have written that Dear John letter. They might have written, like, it, it, like I love yeah. that she leaves it open and vague because uh, yeah. that's just, it's, it's like a little detail in there, but it's also something that, like, everybody has done before. Yeah. It's, she's just like, it's bittersweet, but, like, it's nice to believe that, like, mm-hmm. we have these memories. We have Tim McGraw. We have that dance on the lake. We have... Mm-hmm. That dress you like, you have. We have lying on your chest, looking at the stars. It's, it's so like, crazy that she wrote this song. She was in school, so you guys, she was art. Still dating. <laughs> yes. Him. And she wasn't bonkers. It could have been the end of the year, but still, it wasn't the summertime. Right. Like, it's just, it's. She's a good songwriter. <laughs> I'll write songs from my experience. I feel yeah. it's gonna be a crappy song, but I can't do one moment and make it out of like. Oh. Right. Amid her bridge, and I'm back for the first time since then, and I'm standing on your street, and there's a letter left on your doorstep, and the first thing that you'll read is, what do you You think, think Tim McGraw? I hope you think my favorite song. Someday you'll turn your radio on. I hope it takes you back to that place. Someday you'll turn your radio on, and it's going to be me. I know. You're going to be thinking of me because I'm on the radio. I really, I don't want him to, I just... That is wild to think about. Like, obviously, some people come out. They're like, "I went to school with Taylor Swift, and I hated her, or whatever." Mm-hmm. They're trying to like claw their way to their fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to think of those people who did like like Taylor, knew Taylor, and they hear Taylor Swift, and they're like, "I, I knew her." her. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, how crazy is this lyric? Like, looking at it now, because that would happen to anyone who's ever met Taylor Swift. It happens to us because mm-hmm. we have all these memories wrapped up yeah. in Taylor Swift music, Taylor Swift concerts, Taylor Swift moments. And so it's just like, it's just crazy that at 16 she wrote this lyric that every Swifty in the universe can now relate to. I, well, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that when I think to my girl, I don't think of Taylor Swift because there's like I said so much out there yeah like it's so funny like it's like oh the only thing that like it's gonna make you remember me is that right yeah (laughs) like oh that's the only thing yeah and then she plays out with a chorus that again says when you think happiness I hope you think that little black dress think of my head on your chest and my old faded blue jeans when you think Tim McGraw I hope you think of me oh think of me Mm, think Mm -hmm. of me ugh I love it. And I, lo- I also like that I was able to, like, see them perform it together. Yeah. And it just comes full circle. <laughs> She's, like, this 14, I don't know how old she was, 16 years old when she wrote it. And then... Like fast forward to 29 and she's on stage. This reputation tour. Yes. Selling out stadiums. And he's her guest. She's not... Yes. Guest. She's not opening for him. He's a guest on her, like, world team it's just crazy it's wild yeah. I know it's great and it's like oh my gosh that's our baby and we're real proud oh, you know <laughs> but I mean yeah that's it that's the song and it's pretty simple and yeah. straightforward and like looking back at her debut album looking through those tracks there are definitely like I don't know how they'd stack against some of her later songs mm-hmm. but Tip McGraw is one that I think really does hold up well and like Maybe I'm just still humming the cover in my head, but it's, like, really emotive. Like, you're just, like, oh, like, cozy. A song from 10 years ago, people are covering it yeah. now. Like, that's yeah. pretty amazing. That yeah. speaks to the essence of Taylor and the essence of that one song. Yes, that's and that's really why fun. we can have a podcast that yes. lives on in exactly. spite of no new music. <laughs> 
Speaking of country music. Yes. I don't know. I know you're on Tumblr more than I am, so I don't know if this was like, if people were like posting about this. But I thought maybe one or two tweets about it. But I was at the iHeartRadio yes. Music Awards, and so was Casey Musgraves. So was Taylor Swift and Marin Morris. After the awards, like I think like a day or two later, Casey Musgraves unfollowed both Marin and Taylor Swift. Interesting. Did anyone say anything about that on Tumblr? Or I was any? out of the loop because okay. I was totally checked out on my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, you were gone. So like, I even Googled, like, why did K- Casey Musgraves unfollow Taylor? And I thought maybe something would pop up, but nothing So how did, did. you see it? Well, I saw it because people were tweeting about oh. it. Like, everyone's like, oh. Shade. Yeah, people were throwing shade, being like, why didn't Casey like Taylor? And I was like, what's going on? Like, I have yeah. no idea. So it's all, like, speculation. Right. You know, this is the tea, you guys. Yeah. jumped into the tea. <laughs> I'm just wondering, what's the deal with Casey and Taylor and Marin? Yeah. Like, I, it's right after. There's zero media coverage on it, and I want to know more. I honestly I, don't know who Casey Musgraves is. Oh, she won the, the Grammy for the best song of the year. She's oh. like tied to Taylor Swift for the country Grammys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You don't know who Casey Musgraves is? I, I remember the name. I was trying to think of songs she did that I would know. But again, I don't listen to a lot of country music. So So she, she's tied to Taylor. I see. For the country album. Okay, okay. Awards. So that's who Casey is. And she performed at the iHeartRadio Awards. And I, like, Marin, of course, presented the award to Taylor. Oh, right. So I don't know if something happened before, after, during, if there's jealousy <laughs> that sparked. Because Marin right. and Casey were like pretty good friends. Oh, so, really? Like, yeah, as of like 2018 and in 2019, they performed with Dolly Parton on the Grammys. So I don't know what happened, but so when yeah. I did with T- Casey and Taylor, this old feud popped up. And it wasn't so much of a feud as more of like Casey, like all other you know girls, dropped a diss track. And it was on her <laughs> 2015 album, Pageant Material, and it was called The Good Old Boys Club. And there were a, oh. few, a few lyrics that people were like, is that like towards Taylor what's going on um, one was another gear in a big machine doesn't sound like fun to me <laughs> and Taylor because this was right around the peak like squad goals yeah so this was yeah. before Bad Blood came right, out right, but right. this was like around that peak time where like She's hanging out with a lot of girls a lot of girls yeah. doing her thing rising to the top yeah and so it just you know and Taylor Swift was big machine just another yeah. <laughs> like the big machine group and another one was favor for friends will get you in and get you far shouldn't be about who it is you know but about how good you are damn and people instantly were like they're like oh it's about like carrie underwood or right about other people but they said taylor swift and so someone asked her about it and during an interview trying to pull the taylor yeah she didn't really say yes or no yeah wait <laughs> Uh, but she said, I'm talking about a lot of different people. Any industry has a shoe-in and people that get in because they know someone or their dad worked there. And yeah, <laughs> there's a wink. I was like, oh, okay, like, there's so much more. And then she did she... an interview with Bader where she was talking about like the women in, in the country. And she was saying that there's a cycle in Nashville where if you're a girl, you had to be really sassy. You cheated yeah. on me, so I'm going to burn your house down, or I'm going like, to pick some to burn. You guys should have said no. And she talks about all these like classic country people that she likes, like Glenn and Martin Robin, and I don't know any of these people. But yeah. Apparently, they're really big country stars. And she says, there's, you know, basically, there's um, all these different things that you can do. And she said, the more country 
the more country her music gets, the less it fits into the country world today. She's like, there needs to be two genres, modern country <laughs> and country. And like, if you've listened to summer songs, which you probably haven't, um, it's is she more like edgy? she's very country. Oh really? She's very very oh, country. Yeah, she's very country. So it's just very interesting. Yeah. To, well, plus the energy to go on follow someone. I was, was that's like back in the day when people had MySpace and you knew <laughs> someone from your like, my, yeah. your like MySpace like yeah. five friends or whatever that was. Right. Because it's it's kind of like what you're gonna go and you're gonna um follow Taylor Swift right. and Maren Morris and like Maren Morris like talked about how Casey's her friend. Yeah, so and I it's like know. she's not like she's following like almost a thousand yeah. people, so, so it's not like eight hundred and fifty-seven people. Yeah, I, so I went through to make sure she wasn't following Taylor or Marin to see if like maybe it was like a misrepresented thing. Uh-huh. So she's were freaking out over nothing, but she's not following them. But Marin has said before that they were friends, so I don't know. Maybe she just I'm was. So... Maybe she liked the dark Taylor, the Reputation Taylor, and now that all the cotton candy like filters maybe, have come out, she's she like, jealous. no. Maybe she <laughs> that Taylor and Marin are such like just jealous. Yeah. So I don't know. There's not a lot what of tea a mystery. There, but there's tea oh, but in the background. Yeah, like did Sibiri. I didn't know because I wasn't really clued into all the country, so- country yeah. songs like back then. Like I stopped listening to country in like, college. <laughs> I didn't know that like, she had written this song. Yeah. Shady. And how, like, she thinks she's like real country, and everyone's like, oh, she's like, I don't have to write songs about um, right. breaking up with boys. Like, I, I feel like actually... that's been country music forever, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, there I guess was this really imaginative and whimsical period of country music where instead of trying to match a trend, people became popular because they were unique. So basically, she was saying that Taylor wasn't unique. <laughs> she was writing songs about breakups with boys. Yeah. Like, okay, well. That yeah. is interesting. If anyone Maybe has, has any more information yes. or can crack the code. Reddit to, the, <laughs> yeah. to dive into, send it to me. I want to know more. Yes, give us that tea. Yes. But otherwise, we are on Instagram and uh, Facebook at Swiftish Podcast, mm-hmm. and we're on Twitter at Swiftish Pod 13. Mm-hmm. And all 1,500 of you people listening should probably go follow us. And you should do too. <laughs> what? They should rate and review us yes we love getting reviews and you have to do it on itunes which we know not everyone has so we still love you but shoot us an email send us a tweet or find us on itunes scroll all the way down and write us a review and drop us a a five-star rating (laughs) we deserve it but until next time i'm shelby i'm ashley and taylor when you think of yourself I hope you think of me. (laughs) Yeah, you've touched your head twice now. Like, what's it going to take? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. (laughs)